This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to another thrilling, exciting, action-packed, and fun-filled episode of the Blurring the Lines podcast. I am your host, as always, Peter Nicolaitis, and as always, I am joined with my co-host, joined with by joined by my co-host. I'm not joined with him. We're not Siamese twins. <laughs> you know. We have a lot in common, but we're not joined. <laughs> joined by my co-host, the lovely and talented Adam Bell. Why, thank you, Peter. <laughs> I haven't been called lovely and talented in a long time. Well, it sounds like you and your wife need to talk. <laughs> oh, man. And get a little thank you from time to time, you know. Yeah, yeah. How are things? Doing well. It's sunny. Uh, it seems like we've had nothing but rain and uh, clouds for the last two weeks. And yep. it's sunny today and nice. Yeah, speak That's for yourself. Cool. We have nothing but rain. And nah. uh, and to the north of me up in Vermont, they have nothing but snow. Lucky them. Lucky them. And well, better them than me. Um, I don't have my snow tires yet. That's I don't. That's not a thing where you come from, is it? Uh, no. No, we don't know tires what no what, tires what is, what is yeah that? we i mean i i i grew up in ohio so i know what snow tires are and i know what chains are i mean because my my dad had snow tires i mean in his garage he had four tires racked up for the winter time and four more tires <laughs> yep <laughs> yep yeah so well, you're putting snow tires on or chains uh yes no, both. Okay. So as I have a rear wheel drive car, I also have a set of chains for it. So when it gets really nasty out, I break out the chains and, you know, but that like limits your top speed to 35 miles an hour. So that's a short term, uh, you know, type of, of thing. You don't just put them on for the winter and call it a day. Yeah, I guess it never occurred to me that the Tesla was rear wheel drive. My mine is the last of the rear wheel drive Teslas. Huh. And the reason I bought it was because I succumbed to fear and marketing. There was a time during the I forget it was well, it was late 2017. And the rumor was that Congress was going to repeal the electric vehicle tax credits at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> so I caved and took possession of the vehicle before the end of the year. And the only one that I could get that was under $100,000 mm -hmm. that I could take possession of was a rear wheel drive. And so I took it. I mean, it's okay, you know, in the back, but it's not as good as a four wheel drive. And it's mm -hmm. frankly not as good as a front wheel drive, despite what the Tesla salespeople would tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so as of now and as of 2018 all teslas are all for they're all all-wheel drive all-wheel drive yeah yeah it's yeah it's a it's a battery-powered car it should be i um in hindsight it's one of those things that yeah had i known i would have happily paid the extra money for an all-wheel drive i definitely mm -hmm. would have but even without that like this thing it it it's especially with its with its anti-lock brakes i mean it is panicky it is jittery on mm -hmm. when it feels a little snow or ice it's just like you know you hit the brakes to stop and it's like well we're thinking about stopping but we've got to be you know and i'm like no i really wish you would just 
Engage the brakes right now because I'm heading right towards this mailbox. Engage, Captain. Yeah, and it doesn't do that. (laughs) So yeah, that that ain't fun. That ain't fun. (sighs) But but yeah, up in Vermont, apparently they've gotten like feet of snow, and down here we've gotten feet of rain. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, our rivers are really full right now. But I mean, my farm is great. I mean, the the water is a little bit higher, but it flows right on through. Yep. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. And snow, snow don't flow, does it? Uh-uh. No, not snow since just, it's just not unless it's a glacier. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a slow flow. Yeah, slow like, flow. That's also a type of yoga I enjoy. Yeah. So. <laughs> slow flow. Slow flow yoga. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. So, um, let's see. Why don't we talk about what do we want to talk about? Tech stuff first or health stuff first? Let's get health stuff out of the way, and we'll have fun with tech. Okay. Um, yeah, fun. Great. <laughs> I don't have a lot of fun health stuff to report. Um, my rotator cuff is still hurting. And so I have resumed physical therapy exercises on that. Um, my, uh, I've, as part of that too, I have revisited now you and I for what, two and a half years. Mm-hmm more two and a half three and a half I don't, was it 2019 uh, uh, it's 2020 it's been two and a half years okay is it two and a half years like a july so i think right. next but, july i'll be three but july of 2020 must yeah. have been 2020 yeah. yeah okay we started the 100 push-ups a day challenge and by and large we have both done more than 100 push-ups per day on average right mm-hmm. But recently I was doing a little bit of research, which was prompted again by this being a recurring pain in my shoulder um, of to, to find out like what, how many do we really need to be doing to get the benefits? And at least one study said that doing eight to 12 pushups twice a week is enough. Is that for children or? Uh, that sounds way <laughs> low to me, you know? <laughs> Um, but I have backed off to 20 really well-formed top quality push-ups Cause what I was definitely doing was not well-formed top quality. I was, my form was suffering and I was just going for quantity, not quality. Mm-hmm. So I am backing off on those. I have not yet resumed doing my pull-ups, which I was really enjoying. That was something I could see and feel the difference on in my upper body. Mm -hmm. So I want to start doing those again. Uh, The thing is, though, is I have moved all of my fitness stuff to my upstairs workout space. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the downstairs is where I have my two bar stools, where I made my improv pull-up bar. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't jive for you know mixing those two so i'm i'm kind of uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the best way to get some kind of pull-up bar up here i you know i'm just thinking about it i might be able to repurpose my inversion table mm-hmm. and just mock that up as a you know a faux pull-up bar kind of thing that might be the best thing to do because i very rarely use my inversion table i'm using that like once a month <laughs> so so that might be my next step uh to convert my upstairs space into my full-on workout area mm-hmm. um but i've bought a few more things to sort of support my physical therapy uh, that i'm going through for my knee uh and two two three nights ago i did something <laughs> stupid and uh seemed to have re-injured my knee again the same one 
uh, I just aggravated it by just like, I was sitting in uh, basically in a yoga pose and I did not take my own advice. I felt some discomfort and it, it didn't feel like pain, <laughs> but I didn't take into account that, you know, I have a recent possibly injury, serious yeah. injury. <laughs> and as a result, I aggravated it. And so it feels like I backslid a little bit. So, okay, fine. Lesson learned. I often, I'm the first one to say, I often need to repeat lessons before I learn them. So <laughs> let's hope that this one sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, well, uh, welcome yeah. to the AARP podcast. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> they, they haven't, they haven't sent me that. Well, they haven't sent me a letter in like, it's been at least a week. <laughs> Cause you're 50 now. I mean, you're qualified. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But wait, there's more. Yeah, there's more. <laughs> my nose bleeds. I had my nose cauterized two weeks ago. And essentially what happened was a big, you know, it, it, it I had a big clot buildup. Mm -hmm. But it was, which, which is how it works, right? They burn it up and that causes a clot. But that clot caused my nose to be really sensitive. So like even like, like it was irritating. Like mm -hmm. I would go to blow my nose. And, um, so today I went to blow my nose and I, and I was like, ow, it hurt. And I touched it. And sure enough, I reopened the clot and pretty much undid all the work that the doctor did two weeks ago. So oh. cauterizing my nose, not a success. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So that was a waste of time and money and put myself through five days of misery when I couldn't blow my nose and wasn't supposed to like, oh, it was, it was nasty. <laughs> so overall health wise, I'm not very, I don't have any good news to report. This is not, not the direction that I want to see things going in. Mm -hmm. So yeah. How about you? Oh, I'm doing fine. Uh, well, so I had a couple of questions. Yeah, I had a couple of questions about your push-ups. So the way that I do my push-ups is is sometimes uh, it depends on my workout at CrossFit. Uh, I almost never do more than 34 push-ups in a row, uh, and I try to do those uh, as quality. And and sometimes my body just hurts. And if I'm hurting, like if I feel the hurt. Like typically it's my elbow. It's like sometimes it feels like a sharp pain in my elbow when I start the push-ups, and I just I'm like nah, I must I'm not gonna do them now. Uh, mm -hmm. But you know I do 34 in the morning, and then I do 33 before my shower, and then I do 33 after my shower. That's my typical pattern. If we mm -hmm. didn't do any push-ups or anything like that in in CrossFit, um, and it but then I also when I do things like CrossFit, when I do burpees, uh, if I do a hundred burpees, I'm not going to turn around and do a hundred pushups. You've done, you've just done them. I've done <laughs> them. So my, I have a bit more variation in my pushup practice mm -hmm. than yep. you do. Uh, yep. you end up doing more just straight pushups. Cause I try to do, I do try to do, um, as clean as possible. There's times I'm like, Oh, I'm my, is my back straight? No, straighten it up. Is my nose touching every time you get it back down there, you know, get, mm -hmm. so if I'm like, if I'm just trying to hammer through them, I might, I might lose a little bit of form. So I yep. just try to be intentional with all of them and, yep. and then keep clear. So, so I don't know. Well, for me, the only, the benchmarks I have is how I look and how I feel. 
mm-hmm. and and maybe how the push-ups feel. That's really all I'm going. Like I didn't take measurements. I'm not doing you know weight training and bench presses, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I'm going to just keep an eye on how I feel and how I look as my mm-hmm. measurements and see how you know how those two metrics track. And yeah. also a, a third, you know, like how, how easy they are to, to do, but well-formed. Um, but, you know, we'll see again, like I said, I'm also, you know, I'm starting to do, you know, incorporate my, 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 my PT exercises again, and just try to, you know, get things back on, on track. So mm-hmm. it's just, but, you know, I, like I, I talked with my PT and he, he had, didn't really have a lot to say about it, but the concern I have is like, you know, I don't do a lot of boxing. I'm not doing jujitsu and sparring anymore. So really the only thing that I'm doing that, you know, that's like active, like, well, yeah, you know, some yoga, but rarely, I don't do a lot of vinyasa and flow stuff mm-hmm. now. So I would consider what I've been doing, relatively speaking, rest compared mm-hmm. to active yoga flows boxing krav maga stuff all the time grappling you know those are a lot more arm and shoulder intensive than what i have been doing Mm -hmm. so i'm like well i would think now that it's been three years of less activity that things would have gotten better Mm -hmm. but apparently not you know so that's why i'm really taking another look at the push-ups because it's been two and a half years of daily you know, exercise with those, you know, things. And they say, if I've been doing those wrong, then that's, it's never going to rest. It's never going to get better. Right. So that's what I'm trying to do now. Do you do any exercise load bearing? Uh, well, I'm doing some now as part of my PT. Mm -hmm. So some of them were doing marches, suitcase carries, farmer carries, you know, stuff like that. And also, um, last, uh, two sessions ago, my uh, PT had me hold a 15 pound plate over my head, like military press style, mm-hmm. and then march with those. Mm-hmm. And that was work, you know, keep the spine straight, chin tucked, belly tucked, you know, things straight up overhead. Mm-hmm. So, and that's something I can do at home with just, you know, with like uh, dumbbells, for instance. Yeah. So I'm going to yeah. start doing those. So you sh- well, you know, since this is an AARP episode, you know, oh, yeah. you well, should so in- you should incorporate uh, load load bearing exercises as part of your regular routine uh, yep. to maintain your bone density. Yep. Because if you only do yoga, you'll be you'll have awesome joints, but you may not have the bone density you need. Bingo. <laughs> exactly. So, like this week, CrossFit. I mean, we all we're always doing load. Like today we did, I actually didn't do this clean snatches. My back, my back and hips were so tight. I got there. I just did the bike and then stretched. I, that's what I did for the whole hour. I let Ashland work out. But like this week, one of the things that we did is a, a hundred pound sandbag carry. Uh, <laughs> Over the shoulders or how do you do that? Um, Actually, this was uh, in the front. It was a front wow. carry. Ooh. So uh, 500 feet. <laughs> we do lots of uh, weight bearing things, but, you know. CrossFit, farmer edition. <laughs> yeah, I typically like carrying, you know, the, we usually do the sandbag toss over the shoulder. So yep. picking it up, tossing it over imagine. your shoulder. Yeah. Uh, but like this one, we had, we did sandbag tap. So you bring it up to your shoulder, tap bring it back down, bring it up to tap, bring it down and then 
then towed it five, 50 feet. Did that 10 times. That was fun. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> sounds great. Great. <laughs> yeah. So, so get your bone density up. I'll work on that. <laughs> hey, so uh, let's let's talk about things that we like more. Technology fails. I mean, technology. IT. IT is <laughs> awesome. IT is awesome. It's awesome. Oh, it's man. awesome. It's <laughs> awesome. So Apple updated all the things yesterday mm-hmm. or the day before, right? Everything. iOS, watchOS, iPadOS, tvOS, macOS, everything got an update. Okay. Uh and I, the only thing that I have seen as a result, because I haven't been doing my running yet because I'm not running right now, um, there there are some watchOS running updates. But on Mac, iPad, and iOS, there are there's a new app called Freeform. And it is a whiteboard, and it has collaboration features. Okay. And that sounds kind of cool, right? Yeah, you sent uh, me something on that. And I was like, what is, what is this? this? <laughs> <laughs> what is Freeform? <laughs> Well, if you update your iOS, you'll know. <laughs> so, um, anyway, it seems pretty cool. I mean, I like whiteboard and I like collaborative, you know, whiteboard stuff. So it's like we could be using like right now you and I are using a Google Doc for our show notes, mm-hmm. but we could use Freeform, which would also let us draw and insert objects and things. And mm-hmm. if you have an iPad with the Apple Pencil, you can use that for your drawing and annotations and stuff. So uh. I think it's kind of cool. I'll, I'll check it out. Um, you know, again, it's limiting, like I can't use it with my team at work because two of my four analysts use Android phones and and don't have any Apple devices. So it's only in the Apple ecosystem, just like FaceTime used to be, you know, apparently that's something I've not yet tried. Like you can send a a web link to someone to have them join a FaceTime call from a Windows or a Linux box. Now I've never tried it, Mm -hmm. but, but the feature exists. Okay. Uh, you know, just like you can send an, an iMessage to someone with SMS, you know, or with an Android phone, it goes via SMS. Um, you know, so there is some cross-platform capabilities, but it's not as easy, right? It's not as 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 simple as if someone else has a Mac. Um, but you know, I'm curious with the the Freeform app. Did you have a take a chance to take a look at it yet? No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah um, I mean, it's, it looks pretty cool. Are you on I a did. Mac now, or are you in a Windows machine? I'm on a Windows machine, but I, yep. I just saw that I do have an update and I can uh, give that an update on my phone here in a bit. There you That's go. Right. No, Which I is, like things now, like this that. This is funny because I have a shared board, um, but when I look at it, um, I don't see it. Oh, turn on iCloud. That's right. I didn't. I have to enable iCloud. That's the other part. You have to enable iCloud sharing uh, within your settings for Freeform. And if I click that... Yep. Merge that. Boom. Now I should have a shared board. I, I did notice it was a little buggy though, getting started because I tried, I have a, a board that I shared with Scott listener, listener and friend of the show, Scott Wilsey. And, um, I was able to share it with him, but then when I tried to sa- share the same board with you, it just gave me an error saying it couldn't share with you for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So I did the classic wait for a day and then try again. And then it worked. <laughs> so yeah anyway it's you know it, it seems decent you can insert photos graphics emoji etc text of course and and free you know scrawling handwriting mm-hmm. so so yeah i say oh i say next next episode maybe we should and definitely for our friends with beer we should use that as our as our collaboration doc and see what happens <laughs> that'll be cool all right mine's downloading yeah. it's got eight minutes remaining 
Excellent. So not tech, well, tech related, we'll get there. Follow me on this one. Okay. I bought, I bought a new pair of shoes this week. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. They... Uh, yeah. A couple, actually it was late last week. Yeah. Are I they bought smart a, shoes. Uh, they attached to your your watch. Nope. <laughs> I bought, I bought a couple of pairs, uh, one of light Brown and one dark Brown shoes. Mm-hmm. The reason I did this is because years ago I bought a light brown belt with the intention of having a pair of light brown shoes to go with them. Never got around to buying the shoes. Mm-hmm. So I finally did. And then that meant that I needed, of course, to buy a new light brown band for my <laughs> Apple Watch. Tech you adjacent. Are, See, you are, get you are a slave to fashion. Yes, I am. <laughs> so, so what I have recently come to con- co- my conclusion is what differentiates a good Apple watch band from um, from a not so good one? Mm-hmm. It's the connector on the band where it goes into and connects to the watch where it slides in. Mm-hmm. That is where I find the the highest differentiator in quality. I bought this one. It's genuine leather and it's nice, but the first um, I've only inserted and removed it about five or six times. And the first five or six times, it was very difficult to get the stupid thing in the slider. Mm-hmm. And then it just started working. But you know, like those, that tooling might be off by like a micrometer or so, mm-hmm. but it's enough to make it like not go in smoothly. And um, just the other night in bed, I had a cheap knockoff band. I bought it a couple of years ago and I paid, I think it was like $4.99 at the time, mm-hmm. you know, like five bucks. Um, and it lasted fine. It was pretty much my default band. Um, but while I was in bed, it broke the little attachment, the little, it's all plastic, right? This one's all metal. So it's hopefully not going to break. Um, but the little plastic piece just, just snapped off. And I was like, all right, well, before I just go and replace it with something identical, I, you know, I need to be a slave to fashion here. So let me get something different. So I got, you know, I went with genuine leather and I do like it. I like the band. I like how it feels. Um, The only complaint I have is like that slider where it catches and it, you know, connects into the watch. It's just a tiny bit off, Mm -hmm. but it seems to be getting better as I put it, you know, as I use it more. So hopefully that'll have a good plus, you know, return. So it was like 20 bucks or so. Yeah. Which I don't think you can get an Apple band now for what less than 40 or 50. I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know. They're not cheap. They're certainly not cheap. So yeah. Oh yeah. uh, well, so something I asked for for Christmas is uh what what are those uh those air devices that you air tags? Sort of, air tags. I, I I requested an air tag for Christmas. I have a <laughs> spare air tag sitting in the back of my car <laughs> in a box with a UPS return label. <laughs> because I bought one of them for my keys, which we talked about on the show, right? I lost mm-hmm. one. And so then I bought another one, you know, to, so that um, to basically I spent $30 to not have to pay over $200 to replace my Tesla key fob mm-hmm. when I lost the first Tesla key fob. I liked it enough that I bought another one to attach to my wallet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. So far, so good. And then I thought, wow, I should get another one to put in my suitcase. <laughs> but then I remembered, I, then my thought was, well, I'm not going to be traveling with my car keys. So I really shouldn't need both one for my suitcase and my keys at the same time. And it's trivial to change the name of one of these. Mm-hmm. So why don't I just stick with two? 
Then my neighbor said, well, if you're going to be gone a month during winter, you should leave your keys with me so we can, you know, move your car if we have to. And now if I do that, that means I definitely want to keep them tracked because if my neighbor loses my keys, I want to know where they go. <laughs> yeah. So now I might keep it. <laughs> if your so keys are in Vermont, why are my keys in Vermont? <laughs> why are my keys in Vermont? That's a little odd. And why is my car in Vermont too, for that matter? Right? <laughs> So yeah, um, I'm a big fan of the Apple Air Tags. You know, it's like, am I being super cheap? You know, should I just hang on to this one? And you know, so so now I might end up keeping that one after all. So, so, so let I me ask you, you a Christmas present. Okay, well, let me ask you this about the Air Tag. So I have noticed that uh, I went to a UT football game this uh, this fall, and apparently, or, and we took to uh two friends and apparently one of those friends had an air tag on their stuff and they you know they traveled around with us all you know all the way to knoxville and back and all in one day and then they said we've noticed that somebody is traveling with you with an air tag do you yep. want to follow this how am i able to do that and why is that a that thing? is a safety feature my friend <laughs> That is a safety feature so that they don't slip an air tag into your pocket or your backpack or your car and use it to track you down without your knowledge. Oh, oh, uh, yes. But it, it also seemed to indicate I could do something with it, like I could make it go off or something. Yeah, you could you could do that because what could happen is if you feel like you are being tracked without your permission. Mm -hmm. you can you can make an you know make it sound uh, alarm so you can find out where this thing is that you're being tracked by okay yeah because apparently there was a at least one case where a uh i forget i think a uh wife or or a girlfriend slipped one onto her husband and or vice versa husband slipped one onto the girlfriend's wife and tracked the former partner down to a bar and ran them over with a car Oh, <laughs> yes. So there you go. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I mean, I, yeah, I see that, but I, I could also see. So like if you, if, if you and I both had air tags and we, we hung out in a Bahamas bar for, for a, a day or so, and, and then we, we parted ways, what's going to happen then? theoretically i believe both of us would get notifications that we're that that air tags are hanging around with us mm -hmm. yep. okay yep <laughs> yep yeah so the idea is like if you know if i just leave one in your car and start tracking you mm -hmm. and you have an apple device and it's like hmm there's an air tag nearby this is but it's not adam's air tag so that's mm -hmm. a little weird you know? yeah. So, yeah so do those things have batteries yeah Yep. They've got the little CR, what, uh, 2032s or 30? CR 232. Yeah, I think so. 202, uh, 232. 2032. Yeah. yeah. There's a difference. There's, there's a couple of different numbers and a couple of them are compatible with each other, but then mm -hmm. there are others that are really close that are not. So check those numbers. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's but a yeah, CMOS standard, battery. Exactly. Standard little <laughs> CMOS battery. Exactly. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I, I don't know how good, how long they stay good for. Mm -hmm. um, knock on wood, haven't had to change mine yet. So I hope they do better than the batteries used in my August smart lock. However, because <laughs> those are terrible. That thing just eats batteries mm -hmm. and I have to change them out every quarter without fail. 
if I go more than 90 days, all of a sudden it just starts acting up or it just dies. So I can see a flaw or because you had talked about maybe putting one in, in a vehicle for tracking. So yep. if, if you, or if, if I left one in my truck, uh, because I wanted to know where my truck was at all times. Yep. And if you stole my truck, my truck would then tell you, Hey, Adam's got an air tag in his truck. You should yep. find it so that you can effectively steal this truck. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that That is a danger. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wonder, can you turn it off? I don't think so. Because if you could, then that defeats the whole purpose of making it not used for tracking people. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it does seem like a flaw. Now I'm not up on that. I know when they first, you know, created it, this was a, you know, there was a lot of hubbub and, you know, apparently it was not unwarranted. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I really don't know the best, you know, what, what the current status is on them. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I have, I mean, I, I can see, you know, not wanting to have the ability to to just secretly track somebody, but you could do that with a uh you know a knockoff version that's just built for spy tracking things. I mean, so absolutely. So uh, you know, I don't I don't understand why Apple felt the need to self police themselves because of some bad actor because that same bad actor just get a different technology. <laughs> uh, yeah, but but at least within the Apple, I think Apple's doing the responsible thing, though, by doing that, though, you know, I think they they should because it, it makes sense, you know, yeah, it's uh, when it comes to theft and stuff like that, it's definitely a concern, but I, I don't know. And I don't know, like, what the time frame is, mm -hmm. like, is it because if I'm near one of my things, and I walk away, like within a minute or so, it's like, hey, you just left this behind. Mm -hmm. but the trick is like you know if you walk you know like you leave your 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 truck out in the barn and you walk inside to your home it's going to be like hey your your truck's out there right yeah. and it'll tell you i don't remember if it lets you um customize that so like it doesn't tell you like if you're home you know like not to not to notify you because you can tell like you can have a safe location for your ipad and your iphone if i leave like when i was down in the bahamas i would leave my ipad back at the hotel room i'm like mm -hmm. yeah it's okay i left i yes i know i left it at the hotel room i meant mm -hmm. to do that don't tell me about it that's fine yeah i'm assuming you might be able to do something like that with your air tags too but then if that what does that mean? If someone steals your truck and drives away with it, does it not tell you that? I don't know. I'm not sure how that works. Mm -hmm. These are all good questions <laughs> that well, need answers. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna need some answers because I'm a, I'm gonna play around with this when I when I get one because I I mean I, I've thought about that just having a simple iPhone like taking one of my old iPhones and mm -hmm. hook it up to permanent power in in a vehicle and just leaving it behind the seat to find you know because the find my iphone on it i would always find it that way that yeah uh, air cool. tag's probably cheaper but uh one an advantage of doing well you don't want to do it with an old iphone an air tag is definitely a better case for that because if you did it with a um with an old iphone it would need cell service to mm. to work whereas an air tag will just you know let you know whenever you're near another another person with an apple device mm -hmm. so interesting inquiring yeah. minds want to know indeed show chat all right uh so i did have a nifty 
Talk to me. Have a nifty. Ooh. Are you familiar with what boxes? Yes. We've, they're not. We've, we've we've covered with these. We have we have what boxes. I keep on meaning to set one up in my basement. I have one in my basement. I haven't configured it though. Mm -hmm. So I mean, we we roll these out every every location now. I mean, every, uh, it's what well, I put in a firewall. I put in a switch. I put a what box and I put a UPS. Um, so yep. what is a what box, Peter? Since you seem to know uh, what one oh, is too. Well, we've covered these before. Have on we this, on this show? Oh yeah. All right. Then uh, you need to search your own what box, but I'll tell you since we've covered it, I can tell you what a what box <laughs> is. I, what box is a smart, uh, not a, uh, well, it's a smart power supply. I guess it's more, no, it's a smart switch really. It's not, cause I don't know. By now they probably make them with UPSs built in. Um, but I haven't seen those. Uh, essentially, the ones I've used are either two or four plugs mm -hmm. and a network connection. Mm -hmm. And uh, essentially what it is, is you set this thing up. It's got a little web interface and you can power it on or off, reset it remotely. Mm -hmm. You can also set it up so that if it loses an, its network connection, it will automatically reboot. That's so, the best. That is the best. So mm -hmm. if you have something where like where the solution is always, oh, just reboot the router. Yeah, but the thing's 50 miles away. I need to get in the car and drive for an hour and go there, drive mm -hmm. home. Wattbox will automatically reboot after a pre-specified timeout. So you set it up to like ping google.com. Mm -hmm. And if it fails the ping for five minutes, just boom, send a reboot signal to the power plug that has your router installed on it. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so that's a watt box. They are great. They are the first time you need to use it. It pays for itself. <laughs> yeah. No question. Yeah. yeah. And it, well, and I did a search last time we talked about the watt box was in 2017. So, I mean, that's five years. It's good to revisit those. It's good People, to revisit these now, things. <laughs> yes. I assure you, we have very few listeners from then or, or we have a different we have new listeners who haven't heard this right? yeah so never never heard that so given given our tens of listeners i'm sure someone hadn't heard about <laughs> that yet but yeah so we we do the same thing so i've got i've got routines set up just like you described uh i actually i ping three different websites uh and if all three of those they all have to three stop working before i kill the modem Yep. Um, and then yeah, if Google has a problem routing, you don't want to, you know, like, oh, well, Google's down. Therefore, everything's down. Reboot. You know, mm -hmm. and Google's a bad example. But if yeah, you know, yeah. You know yeah it's about. not going to go down. I've or at least I, I've never pinged it and not responded. Uh, and then I also have a routine where if the switch is unavailable, then it'll power cycle the switch. If my firewall is unavailable, it reboots the firewall. And another smart thing that it does is you can limit how many times it will reboot in a cycle. You can say, after I've tried this recovery routine three times, stop doing it because yes. <laughs> you may eventually brick your modem if you just tell it to do it forever. Yeah, just reboot, 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 <laughs> reboot. <laughs> I can see that going poorly. <laughs> so, so yeah, I like, I like what boxes they go in, you know, uh, standard. So they're my, they're one of my standards. Yep. Sweet. Well, cool. cool. I think we covered just about everything. Yeah. Today was a, a, a light, a light podcast. 
That's okay. Some days we need, I've, I've had a couple of heavy days. So it's a move into a light podcast to make up for that. I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> oh boy. Well, soon oh. we're going to have to figure out, or I'm going to have to figure out Mastodon because the only thing that I uh, know about Mastodon is what I overhear you and Scott say. And yep. so I'm going to have to get connected somehow. Uh, you know, with all of the antics, uh, by the world's richest man, um, I am growing increasingly frustrated by him and, uh, I have no desire to use his, uh, his social media platform. Um, I also have really no desire to drive a stinking car anymore either, but <laughs> I also can't, um, you know, I, I don't want to replace it right now either. Now is mm -hmm. not the optimal time to do that. Um, yeah. Although I did hear that like used car prices in general are starting to go back down again now. So I guess that's a sign that, you know, supplies are getting a little bit better. Yeah. But, but I've had this car for five years. I aimed to keep it for 10 and I probably will. Mm -hmm. uh, but you were saying? It's, it's funny. I had a dream the other night that I was in Africa and I was in Africa driving a Tesla, which was a very impractical car to have in africa <laughs> yeah it sounds it <laughs> yeah because i wasn't like in africa like uh you know cape town or something like that i i was serengeti? in the, yeah the serengeti the, the continent of africa not the country of africa for the listeners that don't know the difference <laughs> The country of Africa. <laughs> the country of Africa. <laughs> oh man. Um, I just did think of one thing though. Uh, yeah, before people start honking at me and giving me grief for driving a Tesla, uh, I did order a sticker that I plan to put on my car along with my my little marathon stickers. Uh, <laughs> and the sticker that I got is in capital letters: F star star K, E star star N. M star star K. <laughs> so there you go. I'll yeah. let, that, 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 there's your show title right there. Yeah. <sighs> uh, On that note, if people want to get a hold of us, how would they do that, Adam? How would they do that? They don't do that by hitting the big red button. They go to Paradigm Consulting Co. LLC.com. Or no, no, forget that, that last part. Oh yeah, well, paradigmcc.com works. Yogawithpeter.com yeah, works. Friends with beers, nope. Friendswithbrews.com works, and uh, you do still have a twit at at Nicolaitis and at infosec.exchange. <laughs> and then real time uh, updates. Mastodon. <laughs> Mastodon. Just Odon, yes. Odon. I um I do if you use the uh the service called movetodon.org, uh you can find me on Twitter and it'll give you my Mastodon handle as well. Nice. Yes. So you can find me at sublimecomp.com and rrlavenderfarm.com and at sublimecomp still on the twit. Um and with that, we hit the big red big button. Big red button. To contact either us or our guests, visit BlurringTheLinesPodcast.com. If you like what you're hearing, do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast. And leave us a five-star review in iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you found us.